Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody. It's Red Men News time. My name is Ben Kelly. I'm joined today by Mr. Jay Pearson. Um, yes, my internet was the problem. I'm in the studio. We were trying to hardwire me in. And we are ready and to go. We're going to talk about a few th- few bits and bobs um, that have broken today. First of all, Jay, the big news that I would say from this morning that I've found so far um, is um, the Fabinho news. So it's been broken this morning by Fabrizio Romano at The Guardian. Um, the Liverpool are planning to reward untouchable Fabinho with a new contract at Liverpool. And the Brazil um, international's current deal at Anfield runs until 2023. Um, and they're also looking to offer him contracts to Wijnaldum, which we'll discuss about a little bit more separately. Um, but yeah, Jay, it, it is mad, isn't it? Like it says in the article, Fabinho has been with us two and a half years now. And if you think about how far you know, he's come since, you know, starting out and was struggling to get into the team at first. But now, you know, he's been, he has become untouchable at Liverpool. He's, he's a really, really key player for us. Um, and I think it will be really wise for us to tie him down to a brand new contract, don't you? Oh, 100%, mate. I think at the end of the day, the, the man's won 70% of his games that he's played for Liverpool. So that says everything that, the, the effect that he does have uh, on this Liverpool side. And we do miss him when he's not playing. And, even when he's playing at centre half, he's still, you know, a fantastic player for us, and we do lose out in midfield a little bit. Uh, obviously, we've caught really well recently, but since we signed him and that surprise signing um, after Kiev, um, he's just been—it's just been the piece of the puzzle, one of the pieces we've been missing for a long, long time. And I'm so pleased that um, he will be getting that bumper deal because why would he go anywhere else? Yeah, um, it's interesting because the, the the article there for obviously for Richard Romano has been. You know, so reliable over the last few years, he's become somewhat of a, a Twitter sensation for breaking news. So, you know, you know that this is going to be, you know, a reliable thing from him. Um, it says, obviously, his current deal runs until 2023. Liverpool hope to extend that to 2025 or 26 with a hefty pay, with a hefty pay rise. Um, Fabinho currently earns £100,000 a week, but is in line for an increase that would see him move towards the selection of players just underneath the top earner. So, interestingly enough, Jay, if if we were going to just very quickly speculate about this, and you were going to choose five players, right? Who yeah. do you reckon? Fabinho is one of them. Who, who else is in that untouchables group for you at Liverpool? You've got to say Virgil van Dijk, he's up there. Um, Alisson is definitely up there yeah. as well. I would play, probably say Henderson as well. Um, and then you're looking at the rest of the, the, the front three, aren't you, really? Because they, obviously they're the names that are on the team sheet. 
every week in, week out. At the end there, you could probably throw Trent's name in there as well. I know it's difficult to pick five, Ben, but you can throw Trent's name in there. Maybe he's not at that level just yet because of his age and all that sort of stuff, how long he's been in it for, been in the first team. But definitely those those five or six names to put in the top five, it's very difficult to choose five, but they are the untouchables if you if you like. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so let's move on to more contract news then. Obviously, you know, Liverpool went and beat Wolves yesterday, um, 4-0 at home. Great to have fans back. We've done the final word this morning. We've got the Around the League being filmed later today where we're going to talk more about fans being in stadiums. But obviously, the, the big thing last night, one of the big things was Genie Wijnaldum's goal and it was a really good strike in front of the cop. Um, you know, a really good finish. And and when a goal like that happens and, you know, when that, that kind of thing grabs a few headlines, naturally with the Genie Wild situation, you're going to start talking about the contract stuff again. Um, yeah. You know, you've got um, you've got Klopp being asked about it. You've got Genie being asked about it. It's you know, it, it's it, you, it's not going to go away until Liverpool, um, you know, either offer him a contract or announces that he's leaving. Um, it's not going to go away. So the story that has been broken today with the um, with the tweets that we've got here, Jay, if I can just find them. One second. So, first of all, Klopp was saying that, um, you know, on Genie staying, I hope so. We have a very good relationship. So, I hope so. And that's good because the thing is, I think, you know, the key thing here is, Jay, that he's playing every week. You know, he's not mm. good. where's he going to go? He's, he's got, um, you know, he's got all the game time he wants at Liverpool and one of the best teams in the world. Um, but he said himself, I've already said it in my previous interviews, I don't speak about my contract situation. I speak about the games. The club should speak about my contract. So one thing that I found quite interesting, Jay, is the way that, you know, it feels like him whenever Wijnaldum has spoken about it, he he... You know, he does put the pressure on the club a little bit, doesn't he? As if, you know, he puts the onus on them to sort of make the move. He puts the ball in their court all the time. Yeah, he does. And maybe that's a clever thing that he's doing because he just wants to get on with his football. He just wants to play the game he loves and and, and rightly so. And, you know, it is his agent uh, to deal with. It is the club for those to have that conversation. I mean, it feels like we've been speaking about this for months and months, doesn't it? I mean, it's such a... I thought it would be done by now. I thought his contract situation would have been sorted, especially when, you know, the arrival of Thiago happened and we ended up having both players when the season started and everyone was like yes we've we, you know we've got both players now which is fantastic but I just think um it's such it's still a thing for me where it's sort of like a little bit of a mini cloud over the club at the minute because when we do see him perform like that and score goals like that for Liverpool you think like sign him up now sign that contract and we just we don't know what's going on but I just hope and pray that he does sign that um that uh that contract because at the end of the day mate we, we do need him yeah, totally. And, you know, even I mean, those who watched the Amazon coverage last night of, of the game, um, Paul Scholes on that. And to be honest, mine, Paul Scholes is a pundit. You know, he's obviously he's a little bit miserable and he's a man at the end of the day. But, you know, he's, he does say things how it is. He does call things as he sees them. Um, you know, and, and he was he was one to come out last night on the show after the game saying, look, why would you Barcelona at the moment, you know, over Liverpool? Why would you choose that? You get As, as I said before, you know, you're getting all the game time you want at Liverpool. It, the, the club is on the rise, has been on the rise for a long time and is continuing to do so. Uh, you know, and, you know, I know that Wayne Allen's going to be 30 years old and, I, I, you know, and I know that he's won a fair few things at Liverpool now and let's face it, that there might be one or two trophies more to come this season, fingers crossed. Mm. But, like, you know, Barcelona aren't all that at the moment. Why would you want to go and play for Ronald Koeman? You know, if you were given that choice, you, you know... <laughs> yeah. This is it, mate. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, you're looking at the, the stature of Barcelona and like, yeah, getting that on your CV. It's like, depending on what industry you work in, everybody works in a different industry and you, you might want to get different names on your CV for you. And this, football's are no different. But it's like you just said, Ben, 
if you're winning things at Liverpool and you've got more chance of winning the big trophies at Liverpool, why would you go anywhere else? And, you know, we've been praying as, as a fan base for that time in our lives to, to happen. And it is finally happening where our players are staying rather than going to, to, to the big clubs, big, sorry, bigger clubs back then uh, than Barcelona. So we are the biggest, if not, you know, arguably if the biggest team in the world right now. And why would you go anywhere else? I and mean, yes, the pull is there for Cumin, but mate, yeah, he's just got to stay. He's, he's, he's loved at Liverpool. Yeah, totally. So just before we move on to um, to the other stories, we've got a couple of bits and bobs of injury news as well. Just want to push the competition that we're running over on the website at the moment. We've got um, four weeks worth of prizes coming up over the next few weeks. If you go over to the website, get all the extra content, the Around the League, the Final Word, um, Strat stream live on YouTube as well. Um, you've got all the stuff over there. But at the moment, if you become a TV, Red Men TV Club Legend member, um, we've got loads of bits and bobs of prizes coming on at the moment. We've We've got um, a signed John Barnes um, print on the way, a signed Jordan Henderson Champions T-shirt stuff coming up all before Christmas. Um, so head over there, get your subscriptions in. It's really good stuff that we're producing at the moment. Obviously, as football, the games are coming thick and fast over Christmas. Um, we've got loads of content to come. So, so go over to the website and check out all that extra stuff. Um, but in terms of the uh, the injury stuff that I was just talking about, James Pierce um, published sort of one of his you know his latest um, article in the Athletic this morning. Talking about Klopp, talking about the fans in the in the game last night. Um, obviously, that whole feel good factor that's going on with fans starting to return to to, to grounds. Um, but another piece of good news that he put in though is that Allison seems to be responding well to treatment. Obviously, it was quite a funny thing last night with Allison yeah. because he was announced in quite a few of the teams yeah. in several of the outlets and then just vanished. And suddenly, with <laughs> Kelleher in goal again, I got dead excited um, at quarter past six seeing Sofa score put Allison in their team, but he wasn't there in the end. Um, but it looks like, and, and James Pierce has said that um, uh, barring a setback, he could return to action at Fulham on Sunday. I do wonder, Jay, if you know if if the Champions League game meant something in the week, you know, would we try and get him in for that? Um, but I think obviously, given that it's meaningless, we'll probably just give him that extra week now. Put Kelleher in goal on Wednesday against Midland and get him fit for Sunday. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. You're absolutely spot on. The, the why risk it? Because we talked before, didn't we, about the untouchables and names on team sheets. And Alison is always, you know, arguably the first name on the team sheet. Um, we've, you know, we've said that hundreds and thousands of times already since he's since he's joined the club. And you just wouldn't, you wouldn't risk him in midweek. I know people say people should get game time before they play a big match, but again, I think another week off for, for Alison will be will be really handy for us. But yeah. Again, I Got think me. there's some players, sorry, I, th I was just going to say, I think there's some players who, you know, perhaps are on the fringes and, and I think Trent's a really good example where mm. actually it would benefit him, I think, to get some game time on Wednesday. I'd, I'd, I'd give Trent an hour on Wednesday if possible um, just so that he can get some minutes in his legs. But obviously for the goalie, the thing is about, obviously you've got to be fit, but the mm. thing is about being able to do your job. And when, you know, if, you, if you're not necessarily, you know, with, with them, it's not about, getting match game time or sharpness it's making sure that they can actually play in goal and you know the last thing you want to do is is um is getting get him in there and you end up aggregating something so yeah i, I i'm totally in agreement there get him in for fulham and um, the final little bit is um just a little bit just a few words on curtis jones last night um you know Jurgen Klopp again speaking after the game um, I don't know whether anybody remembers, but curtis jones did pick up a knock in the first half or maybe yeah was it the first half um um he had but and he 
And essentially, Klopp's admitted that he played through the pain barrier a lot last night, but admires that he admired his outstanding performance. Yeah. Curtis played an outstanding game. He felt some pain here in the first half already, and we were slightly concerned, but he played through the pain. I suppose, you know, there's a fine line, isn't there, Jay, between wanting to play on because, you know, this is Curtis Jones's opportunity. He's having a run in the side. But also, as we mentioned with Alisson just then, you don't want to potentially aggravate something just for the sake of wanting to carry on on, yeah. the, you know, on on the pitch. No, it's true. And I think everybody must have rolled their eyes when we see Curtis Jones go down and sit down. Because you don't like to see a player just sit down on the pitch because it's just your heart sinks. And we thought, here we go again, another injury. But, you know, fair play to him for going off, getting a bit of treatment, coming back on. And like you just said, mate, it, it, it is his chance. And I think, but I think if Curtis Jones was injured, you know, touch wood that, he, you know, he, he's absolutely fine. He's, he's made a name for himself now where we know that he can come back into side. And Paul said on the show last night, didn't he, after the game, that he's comfortable now with, with, with Jones being on the team sheet. And I think every Liverpool fan is like that now anyway, where, oh, Jones is playing, nice one, because he's got such great ability. Um, and yeah, just let's just keep our fingers crossed that he'll be okay. And maybe again, he's one that we rest midweek. Yes, potentially. Um, right, so we've got some comments here to go through. We're going to start off with the genie talk. First of all, we've got Trig Josh with a £5 super chat. Thank you very much, Josh. I'm assuming that's your name. Um, he says, it's like Klopp said to Coutinho, go to Barcelona and just be another player or stay at Liverpool and become a legend. Now, I think, that, to be honest, I yeah. think the situation is slightly different to the Coutinho thing, to be honest, because Gino Wijnaldum has, been, has stayed at Liverpool throughout this period and he has won trophies and he's got mm. the medals. Now, let's say that Liverpool go on and they win, you know, let's say for argument's sake, they go on and win the Premier League this season and they get far in the Champions League again. It's been another successful season from Liverpool's perspective. I can understand to an extent Genie wanting to go on and maybe have another challenge. It's like the Emery Chan situation. That's what it's more comparable to for me. You know, the fact that Emery Chan decided he wanted to go on and have another challenge and, you know, go on. It's not quite worked out for Emery Chan, but I couldn't necessarily begrudge him that at the time because he saw out his he saw out his contract and he went on and he and he um, you know, when he's he's gone on and decided to do other things. You know, that's just that's just something that football players want to do sometimes. What we have to remember as Liverpool fans is that not necessarily every single Liverpool player has the same emotional attachment to the club as we do. And I think, you know, a lot of these players, having now gone through what they've gone through with Liverpool and, you know, won the things and, and had the big European nights, they probably will have some attachment to it, but it's still not the same as growing up and supporting the club. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have to remember. Um, Panji... Uh, Wicca Sono. I'm sorry, I butchered that. I'm so sorry. Um, so Genie will certainly keep growing in stature once Milner is gone. I foresee him taking up that mantle as well. Yeah, Jay, that's that's a good that's a good point actually. You know, once once Milner is gone, and you know, we, as much as we like to think he will be, he won't be around forever. We might need somebody as as that you know that really loud voice in the changing room who's the real sort of experienced head for players to sort of you know rely on and go to and and learn from as that role model you know and and genie might well become that player yeah absolutely um there's a, a new documentary that's just come out called the end of the storm which obviously a lot of people have, have been watching and one of the things that hendo said in there that the players took a vote for four people to be leaders and it was hendo millie uh, virgil and genie so that just tells you everything about it. and i think that's a really good comment um, by uh, the viewer because I think he will take up that mantle and that will put you obviously he's legend anyway because he's part of the squad that won the Premier League but it will take him down that one step further uh, with, with Liverpool supporters but I get what you're saying Ben about maybe wants a new challenge because of the emotional attachment uh, players when they're, they're not from the city or anything like that or they haven't supported as, as, as kids 
they, they get that emotional attachment when they when they play for us. And like you said, mate, you wouldn't begrudge him a move because of what he's done for us. But we'd all be absolutely gutted to see him go. And I'd like to for him to stay oh, and take on that mantle. One hundred percent. I I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that you know I'd be happy for to see Genie go or anything. I would yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely want him to stay at the club. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, he's got to make a decision, do what's best. You know, what he thinks is best for his career and his family. Um, you know, and uh, I just uh, and what I'm saying is I don't think it's comparable to the Coutinho situation. No. I think Coutinho in the end thought he was better than us, and it's not paid off for him. Um, okay. Stephen Preeks, moving on a little bit. Do you boys think? that Spurs are a serious title contender. I do. Mourinho has definitely had an impact. Nevertheless, Liverpool have been amazing considering the injuries that we've had. Exactly, Stephen. And I think that's one thing you have to remember. Liverpool would be walking this league again if we hadn't had the injury issues that, that, that we have had so far. You know, to, to, you know how, how rare is it that you end up with your first three centre-backs and yeah. your new sign, your world-class midfielder, all getting serious in the injuries in, in the space of, you know, two months. Yeah. It, you know, that's uncanny. You know, Liverpool, Liverpool, make no mistake about it. There is no debate. Liverpool are the best football team in the country and nobody should forget that. But obviously we have been hit by injury issues. It has happened. We can't ignore it. Tottenham are looking quite good and we're going to discuss this more in detail um, on the Around the League later on. So again, head over to the website, get that Club Legend membership, get into that competition. But also you can listen to me and Ross talk about that sort of thing later on. We're going to do a little bit on the Millwall chants um, over the weekend and we're also going to do a bit on the Rainbow Laces campaign as well. So it's going to be a really interesting show today. But Jay, just very quickly, your two pence on Spurs. Are they title contenders or not? Right now, yes. Um, we, we you can't say no considering the joint top of the league. So and they've, they've been brilliant. Marino's gotten playing some really really good football. Very encouraging win for them last night uh, against Arsenal. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's it's Arsenal uh, the way they're they're playing at the minute. You know, well, not doing very well, but you know, from a winning a derby perspective, they'll definitely have a a forty comments. But at the end of the day, they've got to play the league champions in a couple of weeks' time. So we'll be bringing them back down to earth, no doubt. And that is a huge game. And maybe we could knock some confidence uh, out of them as well. Um, so it's uh, it's it's going to be nervous, nerve-wracking game in a couple of weeks for Spurs. But they are definitely title contenders right now. Um, but we'll see what it looks like in, in the new year. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I agree. That game is absolutely massive. I'm really looking forward to that one. Right, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks very much for joining me, Jay. Um, and thanks, everybody, who contributed in the comments. Thanks for Tom behind the scenes doing it um, as normal, doing bits. Um, and I appreciate it. So we're all done there. Everybody check in tomorrow for more Red Men news and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.